to the Tea and Toxic. It's that time again. It's time for us to have a special guest. I know I've been promising her for the last eight months, but she's finally here. Say hey, Yang. Hey. Hey, y'all. Okay. I'm back. She's back. So, um, Yang has a secret um, that she wants to tell you all. She is discussing this for the first time ever on the Tea and Toxic. Like, this is not something that she's talked about. Um, it's been very, very hush-hush. So, I will give you the floor and let you tell the people your news. All right, y'all. So, um, it's been about a year, just, just shy of a year. Um, but breaking the news, I am officially divorced. Um, <laughs> yeah so I mean I know the last time we spoke I was um you know talking about my marriage and things like that um honestly even during that time things were rocky but no one really knew because I'm a private person so um I didn't really disclose anything but after the podcast had aired and months went by, things got worse. We are just going to say that. And so I officially decided to part ways from that. So, yeah, there's that. <laughs> so, guys, this episode is about being young and divorced. Now, this is a, this is a very interesting thing because I remember... Um, like growing up, like in my mind, I was going to get married, like young, like by like 23, I was going to get married and you know what I'm saying? Like that's everybody's dream, right? To like be married young, have their kids young. Um, and then like, I know that like when we think on these type of things, like, like me with my 30 year old mind, I'm like, I was a lunatic at 20 years old. Like there's no way I could have chosen my life partner at 20. I don't even know if I'm like sane enough to choose my life partner at 30. You know, you know what I'm saying? But it's like yeah. I remember like you know, we were just so young. Um and at the time, of course, things made sense, you know, which is why the decisions were were made the way they were. Um but, okay, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, what ultimately led to the divorce for you? Like, what was the oh, the straw that broke? Well, actually, no. Let's go back. We'll get to that. So, I guess the first question would be, were there any red flags in the beginning? Like, were there things in the beginning where you were like... You know what? I probably should have not ignored that, or maybe I should have paid more attention to that than I did. Okay. Um. Yes. Just thinking back on it, absolutely. Um. I feel like it was a lot of things that, at my young age, um, it wasn't as important to me as it was as I grew older. Okay. Um. So just being, and this is not, just to let everybody know, this is not to bash the other party or anything like that. I'm just literally telling my truth, y'all. Right. Yes, this is not a bash um, session. Even though fuck that nigga, but this is not a bash session. This is really like you just 
having a chance to express the way you feel. I agree. But it's fuck that nigga for sure. But go ahead. <laughs> Um, when I was younger, when we were together and, you know, trying to, you know, go forward with our relationship, I was 16, y'all. When I started dating him, I was 16. So the responsibilities weren't there. I didn't have children. I didn't have a home to take care of. Mm -hmm. Nothing. So it did not register to me that these were actually going to be things that I had to deal with of course I knew I had to deal with him for myself yes but as far as a marriage like that wasn't on my mind so I got married at 21 and I saw things that were not happening I'm just gonna say that um as far as like financial responsibilities and you know making sure everything was taken care of I saw it but again I'm like, well, I don't really have all this, you know, going on right now. So, it doesn't really matter. Um, so, however, so when you say that, you mean like he was not the most responsible. You correct. felt like, okay, so you felt like he should be handling things a certain way. And unfortunately, he was not showing up the way that you wanted him to. Exactly. Gotcha. However, going back to that, it did not register still. Because mm. at this point... Um, I was still not in a position where that had to be the case. Mm -hmm. Um, but also what I did was <laughs> I fell in love with potential too. Mm, so girl. In this, so in this, even though I saw that things were not coming into fruition like I thought they would as far as the responsibilities and things like that, I was like, well, once I get married, it'll change. Mm. Oh, yeah, we'll be fine. Once we have children, oh, we'll be fine, I promise. Mm. I thought that, and that's why I made the decision to go ahead and get married and, you know, build, start building your life. However, all those red flags that I saw stayed red and got redder. Mm. Um. So it literally started to be where I was taking everything that I thought would happen. It happened, but for me. So what I mean by that is I took on all of the responsibilities. So it was happening. It just wasn't him. It was me doing everything. Okay. So that was a huge barrier because even after having children, which I thought would change him altogether, because now you have a little person in front of you. Right. That's watching everything that you do. Exactly. And not only is it a little person, it's a little boy. So this is literally your legacy. Right. Up. I'm like, and also he, no, no, don't get me wrong. I really, really love my babies. Love him to life, would not trade them for the world. But he wanted it more than I did at the time. So I'm thinking, okay, this is your time to shine. Seriously. And he was still the complete opposite. And I'm like, what is happening? Mm -hmm. But I still had, you know, the idea of it'll get better. Um, and then also, y'all, we did talk about on the first episode, you know, I am a church goer. I believe in God. I, you know, I have a relationship with God. So, in doing that, 
I was very serious about my vows. And not just because I made a vow to him, but I also made that vow to God. So I'm like, I don't want to break this up because, Lord, I literally said these vows in front of you. I don't want to disappoint you, Lord. Let me figure it out. Let me try to work through it because I don't want to disappoint you. Okay. So that's kind of why I stayed for as long as I did until I literally had to sit with myself, with God, and say, Lord, that whole idea of the vow saying, for better or worse, what I realized is, is not, the vow is there, yes, but it is also subjective. Because what's better or worse for one person may not be what's better or worse for someone else. So I literally had to dig deep in myself and say, Lord, what is my worst? And once I figured out what my worst was, I had to let it go. Um, also, in addition to the irresponsibility of the situation, there was also infidelity. A lot of infidelity that I overlooked, even while dating, because I was young, I didn't see it, so I overlooked it, oh, it'll get better, just like I did with everything else, and it didn't, so, in a nutshell, that, that's what it was, so, that, that broke it. So, what ultimately, like, led to the divorce, like, was it just, like, really, like, a combination of things, was it one thing that you was, like, Oh, you got me fucked up. Like, like, nigga, like you. Because one thing, I and, and, and I know we discussed this on the last podcast, that you have a tendency to be passive. And, you know, you and I bump heads about this all the time. Like, I'd be like, we need to kill them. Like, we need to go to their house and slaughter the entire family. We're going to kill the dog, too. Like, we need to... <laughs> burn the village down and you'd be like baby it's not that deep and i'd be like it cannot get any deeper than this like this is yeah. as deep as it can get so i remember um when you first told me like i'm about to get a divorce and i was like girl okay because i'm like because like of course like some of these things i knew some of the, some of them i did not because again you're very private Mm-hmm. And throughout your relationship, you really did keep me out of your relationship. Like there were some things that I knew, um, but a lot of stuff I just didn't know. Um, so when I remember you told me that, and and like, and like, please tell the people if I'm lying. I was like, okay, girl. Like I did not, I didn't believe you did. Um, and it was because well, first of all, I do want to go back to. Um, why I hadn't told you a bunch of stuff, but we'll talk about that later. Okay. Um, but in addition to that, you were. You were literally like, girl, you're lying. Quit playing with me. Just, I don't even know why you're saying that. You're just mad right now. Um, but ultimately, you were right in thinking that because there had been so many things that I had told you, um, I had expressed to you, and you had the idea of, oh, you should leave now then. And I'm like, nah, I'll work through it. I'll work through it. Um, so when it came to me actually being serious and going through with it, you were absolutely shocked. Uh, and I was. Yeah. And I was like, what? And I remember, like, you were like, I got a lawyer. I got the paperwork. And I'm still like, 
Okay, girl, like, be fucking for real. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, girl, like, I know we mad, but, like, is we, like, mad, mad? Like, we, like, like, we, okay, we getting divorced. Because, and and it was, and, and, and it's, it's interesting because, like, when we recorded the last podcast, I remember, because y'all don't know this, but after we cut, I remember I was like, so we, we love Ashton? And you like, girl, look. I ain't gonna bash this nigga on the podcast, so we just gonna go along to get along. I mean, don't nobody know that I, you know, I'm packed up, but we just gonna, we ain't gonna, we ain't gonna air that out yet. We gonna discuss it when it's time to discuss it. And I was like, okay, well, if he the loving husband, then he the loving husband, child, because who, who art me? Mm-hmm. Okay, so back to the question, because girl, we talk too much. So... <laughs> What was the straw that broke the camel's back? Like, what was the last thing that you was like, have you lost your fucking mind? I know you've lost your fucking mind. And now it's time for me to lose my mind on you and get on about your way. Yeah. Um, so, ooh, wait, father, God. <laughs> Brace yourselves, y'all. I know the story. Y'all know the story, but I know the story. Baby, um, I had started to build up some resentment, um, but I went through which I had no idea this was a thing. I had prepartum depression, mm-hmm. um, with her, and I was thinking like, okay, this just must be the hormones talking because I'm doing too. Like, I y'all, I'm I'm honestly to tell y'all the truth, I have never. Prior to that moment, had snapped on uh, Yen ever. Um, and I think she might have been the only one that I did not. After, yeah, she might have been the only one I didn't. Yeah, that whole pregnancy, I don't think I was the only person that you didn't cuss out. Yep. Yep. And, um, but everybody else could get it. <laughs> And I knew it was something wrong because, like he just said, I am the nicest person. Even when I should tear somebody in half, I don't. So I knew something was wrong. Um, but it was it was a baby. And if, if y'all know who my child is, y'all would see that it was it was all her. It wasn't me. Not too much um, on my girl. <laughs> but um, so after I had her, I still had some some feelings there, even after I um, I had went through the whole like almost first year of her life, and I still felt away. So it's a it's a long story, but I'm just gonna try to shorten it. Um, I ended up finding out by him. Um, I don't know if it was the conscience or whatever the case, but uh, I was in, I ended up being told that. Um, there was an affair that was happening and, and y'all, it wasn't just, he was kicking it with a bitch. Like when she says affair, like nigga, (laughs) niggas was having an affair. Like niggas is in love and like niggas is like in love with like another one. Well, not really in love because it was, it was a strong love. It was a a, a a good old I'm talking about the strongest like that you could like a bitch. He really super liked the bitch. Okay, go ahead tell the story, girl. Tell the story. So, so, but but y'all, I'm not even gonna try to be funny. I have built up so much resentment 
Mm-hmm. Honestly, when I was told, I didn't even care. That's how I knew. At that very moment, that's how I knew I was done. Um, and this is still, honestly, a year prior. When I found that out was a year prior to me filing for divorce. So mm-hmm. I was still trying, y'all. I was still dumb. Y'all, absolutely done. Mind you, a little tidbit is he. So we went on vacation for my baby's birthday, and when we were driving, he was just mean as fuck. Like the whole time we was driving, and I was like looking at at Yang, like what the fuck is wrong with this nigga? Like he was just like angry attitude going all off like he was so upset and i was like what the fuck is this nigga problem because i had never seen him act like this like i was so confused because anybody that's ever seen them interact he is like all he is like so enamored with yang like he is always just like all of my life my baby He's always very, very sweet to her, very, very kind to her. So to see him acting like that, I'm like, do this nigga got like some head trauma or something? Like, why the fuck is wrong? Something is wrong. So to find out, it was pretty much just because he did not really want to be on that trip. He wanted to be with the other woman. Um, that that's what I gathered from it because. <laughs> Y'all, once we came back from the trip, that was a whole nother thing, too. And he was living, When we came back from the trip, I don't even think the bags was in the house. They yet. weren't. And he left. <laughs> they weren't. He I don't even know if the car was turned off. I don't even know if we pulled up, turned the motherfucking car off, and that nigga was gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she went off again. I'm still passing, so I ain't saying nothing. I called that motherfucker like, you goofy ass. I don't know what the fuck your problem is. She in there with two of your kids. You could at least help her bring the fucking bags in the house. What, what, where the fuck you got to be so bad? You done already showed your ass this whole trip. What the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, I just, boy. All right. <laughs> And so, um, after that, it was like a whole year later. It was, I mean, it was other little stuff going on in between there, but that's neither here nor there. So, here's what broke the camel's back, y'all. Brace yourself. So, (laughs) on Mother's Day, Mother's freaking day. How many days of the year do you have to yourself? Your birthday and Mother's Day. Exactly. Two damn days. Go ahead. Mother's Day. What year? 
so I'm very much so confused. Like, first of all, who are you? How did you get my number? No, I mean, I'm like befuddled at this point. <laughs> so, it was so crazy. As soon as I started to read the text message, I get a call from the same number. So I answer the phone like, hello? I mean, the, the, the female is like crying and I just would like him to leave me alone and just going into all this stuff. So first of all, at this point, I'm livid because but the fact that I don't want to be with you no more. I'm mad you, that this you had the nerve to call me on Mother's Day. My day. <laughs> so um, I go off. I go off on her, hang up. But then curiosity killed the cat. Because I'm like, no, I'm just trying to understand what what is happening here. So I call back. Because I'm like, I, I don't even care. But just for getting here. You just know, humor me. Yeah, what's going on? So, you know, I'm being told different scenarios and different things. And I'm like, wow, this is, this is crazy. But here's what did it. On the phone. I was told that this person had met my son. Now, before, I understand people do have other partners when they're, you know, whatever the case may be. I get that. That's not my issue. So, because again, I was done with them. So if you got a little girlfriend on the side, that's fine. I'm getting a divorce from you anyway. Um... But what made me the angriest, and this is what did it, was how my son met this person. Because apparently there was an argument going on at the time. And he was going to grab some stuff from her home in the same context of arguing. So my concern was you took my son to this person's house, you have no idea the potential danger that could have awaited you. No, nothing happened, but it could have. So your lack of discernment and your lack of responsibility as a parent to put your child in that particular situation made me the angriest. Okay. So that's when, so at, so at this point, it wasn't even about him. It wasn't about the marriage. It wasn't about the girl. It was about my child. Mm -hmm. So I calmly walked into the room where he was, you know, about to cook. And I said, you need to get your stuff and leave. Because if you don't, I'm going to kill you. never and I think it scared him because first of all I've never uttered those words to him number one number two I was too calm like I'm a calm person in general but you know that angry calm that's what I was because I promise y'all when I heard those words come out of this female's mouth I saw me going in there and stabbing him to death <laughs> not even playing it's not funny. It's not funny, but if you know Yang, like, you know, like, this mug literally, like, I 
probably heard her raise her voice. Like, we've been friends for over 20 years at this point. I probably heard her raise her voice our entire friendship. This is somebody that I talk to every single day. This is somebody that I spend a great, a great amount of time with. Maybe five times. If that. <laughs> so, to go and feel like you're going to, like, go into a murderous rampage and stab someone to death. This is so out of character. Yeah, it's out of character. Which is why I made him leave. Because I never, I never want anybody to get me to the point where I feel like I'm about to commit a crime that's going to send me to jail. <laughs> I never want to do that. So, he left. He left. And from that moment on, it was done. I had filed for divorce after that. I didn't talk to, like, it was literally done from then on out. Okay. So, what is your biggest regret or anything that you would do differently? Um, I don't regret anything. And the only reason I say that is because I wouldn't have my babies, honestly. If I had never been in that situation, I wouldn't have had my babies. I would have had babies. Probably wouldn't have been my two perfect babies, you Mm -hmm. know. But, um... What do I think I would have done differently just on the strength that the red flags were there? I could have listened to them mm-hmm. and should have taken heat at that time to make my decision on being or not being with them. Okay. So it's not a regret. It's just I wish I would have not gotten married. Okay. So, how is your relationship with him now? Has he surprised you? Were you expecting him to react the way that he did? Um, or did he act in ways that you didn't expect him to? <laughs> look, look, look. We ain't gotta we ain't gotta do too much. And y'all, these questions, she has never heard any of these questions. So her answers that she's giving, like this shit is off the top of the dome. But I'm gonna preface her response with that nigga showed his natural black ass when she divorced him. Okay? Y'all. Y'all. <laughs> I don't even... Uh, there's not enough tape on this podcast <laughs> to go into the stuff that happened. Baby. Um, but just as an umbrella statement, yeah, yeah, is right. He showed his... Like, honestly, the way that he reacted... I don't think anybody that know him, and I mean not one soul that knows him, thought he would act the way he did. Correct. Um, I mean, extremely belligerent, threatening. Um, I mean, I mean, mayhem. He was he had literally turned <laughs> into a lunatic. Run our test at the palace, like it was literally like that. It was bad. It was it's bad. Um, it is bad, correct. Currently, it is currently still like bad. It is. Um, <clears throat> like right at this very moment, um, the only reason I feel like it's not as wild as it was is because number one, I have no contact at all, not one piece of contact. Um, everything is through a third party. And number two, I really feel like at this point, 
he is starting to get how bad he acted. And so he's slowly trying to pull away from that person that he was becoming. Okay. Um, it ain't perfect. By all means, it's not perfect. But baby steps. But it's very small baby steps. I remember, um, <clears throat> and again, so unlike me, because I am someone that just everything I do is off the off the fly, right? So, like in my relationships, I literally be telling my friends my business. And in my last interaction with Tay, I really learned like sometimes you need to shut the fuck up because something that's small to you will be very, very big to somebody that loves you. So Tange figured that out very early on. <laughs> so a lot of things that happened, I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? So like, a, like a lot of stuff, I just, I just never knew. Like as far as like the infidelity and stuff like that, I, I had no idea. Um, and so when they got a divorce, well, when she divorced him, um, and everything was starting, he was like begging constantly for his family back. He was calling me, Mila, you know, just help me get my family. All I want is my family. All I want is her. And so. I remember having a conversation with her about it. And she was like, that motherfucker don't want me. And I was like, okay, so explain, explain, explain. And the list that she ran down of things that he had done that I did not know. When that motherfucker called me again, I said, bitch, don't you ever call 313-618 again and say shit about wanting this family Cause I, you've been dragging my girl to hell for years, mm-hmm. and I had no idea. I said you're a disgusting. I said you're a disgusting person, and then for you to be calling me thinking I'm gonna be on your side after knowing what you've done, I know you'd have lost your motherfucking mind. Now, mm-hmm. it was crazy. So that that's a good segue into why. So everybody that knows me again know that we literally talk about. Every, I mean, it, some stuff you wouldn't even think that people talk about together, but we do. Like, we are literally that close. We are conjoined at the hip, y'all. However, the reason why I did not tell her or anybody else for that matter about what was happening is two things. Number one, and, it, and this is in addition to being private, but number one, because I have always protected the people around me. And what I mean by that is, had I told anybody in my life who loves me and who cherishes and values our relationship, like between me and that person, I did not want them to have a tainted image of him based on my experience. So... Mila has a love for him. And they had their own relationship, obviously because of me, but that was her brother. Like, she loved him, and he loved her. So I did not want it to, you know, my experience with him as a husband to, you know, be impacted 
in her relationship with him. Because we did have a relationship. Like, I really, really... And even, like, after the divorce... Like, even, like, going into the divorce, I was really trying to just be Switzerland. Like, I was really just trying to be like, you know, like, whatever goes on between y'all, that is between y'all. You are still my brother. You are still the father of my guy kids. So, whatever y'all got going on, Mm -hmm. I'm not in it. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... And then the second reason is because ultimately it's embarrassing. Um, why would I put myself out there and, you know, would put my business out there and stay with them? Mm-hmm. I, used, I used to talk about them women. And not in a bad <laughs> way, but like, how can you do that? Mm-hmm. And when I say this experience have li- has literally taught me to never say never. I literally, again, will tell y'all, I have said that to her a few times throughout this process. I'm never saying never again. Because you cannot have paid me to think that I would be where I am today based on how I thought. Mm. I'm never doing that. Oh, that is crazy. I don't see how she, I'm never. And then I was her. Mm-hmm. And it was all out of what I thought was love. I thought I loved him. I thought I can love him through it. It ain't gonna work like that. So for all y'all who think that y'all can love somebody through their boom, I promise you, baby, it's not gonna work and you're gonna be the one pulling your hair out in the end. Mm-hmm. That That's just my advice. Please L- don't. Listen, I, you know, I too had a stint where I tried to love someone through their healing and baby, if you ever want to rip your motherfucking self in half mm-hmm. into shreds, <laughs> yeah. try to love somebody through their healing. Because when you're just in certain spaces, it's just ugly. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's just ugly. Like, and, and I'm going, and I think we're both going through two different sides of the spectrum, but in the same thing, we're healing right now. It is ugly. It's very ugly. Oh, it's oh, it's extremely like. I, this is the type of stuff that I would wish on my worst enemy. Mm-hmm. And I mean it. Like, it's, it's not fun at all. So, if you ever have to think about doing something like that, don't. <laughs> you said, let me say, right now. Don't. <laughs> don't. Don't even worry about it because it, it, it doesn't help. It doesn't help at all. No matter how much you love somebody. So what was the big the biggest challenge you think through going through the divorce? Like what do you think was the biggest challenge for you personally? Uh you know, I can't even say it's personal because once I did it, I felt so relieved. Okay. Um but and the only reason I'm saying it's not personal is because it my biggest challenge involves my kids. Okay. Parenting, and it's not even just being a single parent, because I have, uh, I got a village, but it, it was trying to parent with a person who is irresponsible, and at this point, mentally so irrational. Mm-hmm. So the trust level was like zero to none. And it's interesting because one of my other questions was how is co-parenting going? So in the beginning, it was definitely a shit show. I remember you literally having to almost reprogram them when they came 
home because mm-hmm. it seemed like he was doing everything to go against the way that you both had decided to raise them. But now that you two weren't together anymore, it was like almost like he was just doing it to spite you. Yep. Yep. That's exactly what I feel. Um, because that's one thing I can say, and that's crazy. That's the one thing I can say we actually agree on. It's parenting. Mm-hmm. But when that divorce came into play, Baby. Goodness, it was like I was parenting with a stranger. <laughs> Crazy. It was crazy. An 11 year old stranger. Oh, 11? Oh, that's way too. uh, Five and a half? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Fresh, fresh in kindergarten. (laughs) What? Yeah, that too. That too. Mm. But it was was so bad. Like, I'm still dealing with the effects of it. Like, even though it's subsided. Now, but I mean, even that's a whole nother story in itself that I ain't gonna share that part because that's a bit too much. But, um, October, October was pretty much the last straw where he started to realize he was going too far. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Um, so since then, I mean, parenting is still hard with with him, um, but it's circumstantial, you know, circumstantial there. Okay. But it, it it's a whole lot better as far as mentally and the arguments and all of that stuff. That has stopped. So we are okay there. So we're making a little bit of progress, but not very much. So I know you mentioned having a village. So is his family yeah. a part of the village? Is his family involved? Um, w- did they have um any contribution to the divorce, or or were they a factor in um the decision that you made? Um, I'm gonna say they did not have anything to do with the decision. Okay. Of divorce because ultimately his actions is what did the divorce. I'm I I wouldn't put that on him. That's okay. not fair. Right. Um. However, <laughs> throughout the process of even us dating and you know things like that, there was some very interesting moments. <laughs> I'm gonna say that. Um. That. Yeah, there were some, some very interesting moments where I was like, oh, I honestly did not even feel like I was liked. Um, I, I, I felt like I was tolerated. I'll put it that way. I felt like I was tolerated. Now, had I done anything to any of the family? Absolutely not. No. Um, And it wasn't all of them. It was not all of them, I'm telling you. Because some of them, to this day... If we still had that connection, I would call them up and we would kiki. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were a few. I'm a just, I'm not naming names or nothing like that. But there were a few where it was really touchy when it came to how I interacted because it was either fake, forced, or it was just because I was 
the wife. Well, you ain't got to tell it because I will. That motherfucking mama. That motherfucking mama is, that is a nasty, vile woman. She is so mean. And, and one thing, see, I'm, I'm mean too. I'm a, for sure, it's, it's, it's more people on this planet that'll call me a bitch that would not. But one thing they ain't gonna say is I'm fake. So she would do little shit and then would be like, oh, I didn't mean it like that. And it'll be like, well, how the fuck else could you have meant that shit? Like, that was mean. Like, like would just do little mean stuff. And see, I ain't gonna tell Tan's business, but she for sure fucked around and found out with me. Because she used to, like, say little stuff. I'll never forget. It was three things that she did. And the first two, I let her ass slide. But that third one, I ate her ass up. When she, when my was because you were involved actually correct and the only reason i didn't cuss her ass out was because you told me i couldn't you kept me on the leash but you loose you said listen you in that you in it i can't tell you yeah, what to you do when you in it the first yeah. time she wore white to my best friend's wedding white yeah. <laughs> white and i was like oh the second time it was my godson's gender reveal. And these are just the ones that that just really had me like, I'm about to snap out on this hoe. Like, but she was always doing some little shit. But these these three specifically, I was like, she wanna throw hands. Like she want like the only way we can solve this is like we gotta tussle. Like there's no other way to get through it. My godson's gender reveal. I made cupcakes. Only it was it was four people on the planet outside of my best friend and her husband that knew the that knew the gender of their first child. Okay? The day of the gender reveal, I posted the cupcakes because we were, like I said, having a whole event. And I was like, who can guess the gender? This motherfucker came on the post and posted the fucking gender of the baby. And I was like, now why the fuck did she do that? Like, why did she, she was, do that? She was one of the ones that knew because, you know, we just told her because she, she doesn't live here. Um, so she wasn't able to make it to the actual event. So we, we, you know, we told her. Even though, to this day, I didn't even realize we did it completely wrong. We weren't even supposed to know. We Jesus. did it right the second time. The second time was done correctly for my girl. But for Hunter, we fucked that up. We fucked yeah. that up. We didn't know. We was, again, I was young. So I, and gender reveals wasn't a huge thing. No. Like it is now. That but was fresh know. out. It was fresh. Yeah. So it was I fresh. I was doing it right. It's, it's okay. Um, but the third. The, the third. And the final straw. And, and you know what's crazy? That motherfucker ain't did shit since. And I kept telling my best friend. And see, this is why we be bumping heads. I be like. You need to cuss bitches out. When you cuss bitches out, they stop acting crazy. But I feel like a motherfucker gonna keep trying you and trying you and trying you as long as they can. Because some people are just kind. Some people are just assholes. And some people are just assholes that you gotta cuss the fuck out. And when you cuss them out, they magically become kind. So the third thing was, and, and, and please interrupt me if I'm wrong. 
we posted a picture on we I had taken him on a date. I I, I believe it was her and my sister. I had taken Yang yeah, and my sister on a date. Yeah. And we went to a comedy show and we posted a picture and you know we some bad bitches. But I do smile, and I do believe I have the most perfect smile in the world. Absolutely. But we were serving face. Like, we wasn't, we were smizing. We was eating the girls up. This motherfucker commented on the picture and said, what What did she say? I can't remember what, I can't remember exactly what the words were, but it was something about smiling. Yeah, it was like, why you making that face? It was something yeah. like that. Like, why y'all sitting there looking like that? Yeah. And I call Yang, I call Yang like, you know I'm about to eat this bitch up, right? <laughs> all I can say y'all was, oh Lord. <laughs> I can't say nothing else, y'all, because I already knew it was, I, I knew at that very moment there was nothing that I was going to be able to do to stop her. As I soon mean, as she got the notification on her phone, she said, well, <laughs> I tried. I did, I've been calling this hoe off of you. For years. Why would you give her a reason to cuss you the fuck out? Why would you give her a reason? Why? And it's so crazy, y'all, because I respected her so much. I respected the family. Like, I don't have no reason to have ill will towards Even to this very moment, I don't have ill will towards any of them. Uh, but I think what, what happened was she was we were perfectly fine up until we were having an actual wedding. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what, because that's when the switch happened. Mm -hmm. I don't know if anybody else noticed, a couple of people noticed it, but as soon as we were actually having a wedding and going through with it and doing all the events that led up to it, that's when the, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was jealousy. I, and I don't even know why it would be like, I never gave this woman a reason to not like me or anything like that. Like, I don't know if she thought I was taking her son from her. And I and I had honestly had a conversation with him about that. And to his defense, he did check, you know, check into that a few times. I'm not even going to lie. He, did. he definitely did stand up for you every yeah. time she acted a fool. He Absolutely. He did. Um, but... It was just the simple fact that when when we would talk and things like that, she would be cool in my face, but then it was a it was a completely different thing. Like Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde, almost like it was yeah, two different people. Mm -hmm. It was. So with me thinking that it was because I was, I guess, taking her son from her. I don't know how that could be the case. But I had to have a conversation with him, like, you need to tell her. Because he don't, he wasn't a person that reached out or anything like that. So I assumed that she must have thought that I was the reason he wasn't reaching out. And that's why I addressed him and said, you need to tell her. I'm the one, when you do reach out to her, I'm the one telling you to call her. Mm -hmm. I'm the one telling you to check on her. Mm -hmm. Because that's your mother. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, that I, I don't care what you got going on. And and him not reaching out had nothing to do with me. Mm -mm. It was just because he just don't he want didn't to, want to talk to her. To the, yeah, mm -hmm. he don't want to talk on the phone. But he didn't check in with hardly nobody. Mm -hmm. So I was the one telling him to call all his people. Mm -hmm. 
if it wasn't somebody at work or his friend that he hang out with, friends that he hang out with, he wasn't checking on nobody. Mm-hmm. And I was the one forcing him to do it. So if that's what it was, she got the complete wrong idea. She does. And did. And did. But at the end of the day, that's neither here nor there because it's over now. So whatever he <laughs> is, it ain't doing that. It ain't got nothing to do with me. A damn thing. So, would you get married again? Absolutely. Okay. And people ask me that all the time. Um, because they're like, you know, if it was so bad, why would you even risk it? Mm-hmm. And my answer to that is always, one apple don't spoil the bunch. Okay. Period. There are, there one are, monkey don't stop no show. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so... There are men, and yes, I am a single mother of two, <laughs> uh, but there are men that will step up. Mm-hmm. There are men that will still cater to me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, absolutely, I would get married again. Mm-hmm. It just has to be the right person. And I have to honestly know without a shadow of a doubt that this is the right person. So that okay. includes finding those red flags early. Okay. And listening to me. And listening to me too. Because you don't be listening to me. And I be like, right, nigga. You be like, girl, shut up. And I be like, that's true. I'm going to shut my ass up. Shut my fat that's ass true. up, Kelly Pry. Yeah, listen to those who know. Um, because, you know, I have discernment too, but my discernment is different than his. On, on certain things. Because certain things I'll be telling her to. Um, <laughs> she don't listen either. So not too much on me. I'm going to relax. But, but, <laughs> but no, but for real. So I listening, watching for those warning signs. Um, I need to see how you treat my children. Because mm-hmm. I ain't going to say forget me. But for, in a way, forget me. I'm grown. What, how you treat my baby? Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course me too, but yeah, I, but I definitely would get married. Yeah, absolutely. So what's next? Like, what do you? What's your future plans? What you working on right now? Are you in therapy? What steps are you taking to heal? What 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 are we doing right now? Yeah, so um, I am going to um, I am currently in the position where I can go ahead and you know, look for therapists and things like that. Not just for me, but for my son, because he had, he took it. He took it really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, as far as men, on my day, nobody bought him, son. <laughs> no, not, uh, not doing it at all. I need to heal. Mm-hmm. I need to figure out. And that's another thing that I had to admit to myself. And for a minute, it was very hard to admit it, but it is what it is. We all go through things. Mm-hmm. I do not, even to this very day, there are still some things that I do not know about who I am. Mm-hmm. And it's mostly because from 16 to now, I was wrapped up in this person. Mm-hmm. Yep. So now you just really trying to learn yourself, learn who you are, work on healing so that, you know, the next time love shows up, 
You'll yep. be ready. Okay, great. We on the same journey. Love that for us. Yep. <laughs> Look, love that for us. And it, honestly, this is the first time that we've ever been single at the same time. So I think that this will be very fun, very interesting. Um, as I said in my last episode, I'm not dating uh, because the next person that do something to me, I'm going to crash my car through their house. So it just does not make sense for me to Golly. have any of those types of interactions currently. So we just yeah. not doing that. Um, so do you feel like divorce has changed you in ways? Like, do you feel like you're different now because of the divorce? Okay, so it's really in the the parenting, but as far as you personally, you haven't really. Uh, no. Okay. No, I because I was I was so over it by that point. So it's not like I was in my feelings when I filed for divorce. I was I was completely gone. Okay. Okay. So that was just the paperwork at that point. Good, because I had already been packed up. Yeah, I was already I was already out the door, but. Um, so I don't feel like it changed me. Um, it, it, it definitely changed my, I ain't gonna say changed yet, but it definitely showed me what I need to change as far as my thinking when it comes to relationships now. Okay. So, yeah, that's the only thing though. So biggest, your top three biggest lessons that you've learned throughout this entire process, throughout the beginning dating, throughout the getting married, the having children, and now a divorce. Three three lessons that you can give to the listeners that if you could just, if they could just know some shit and know it for the rest of their life and apply it and always do it, three things. Mm-hmm. Number one. So I'm going to give one for each day. So okay. Dating. I feel like I kind of touched on this um, as far as paying attention to what you won't tolerate Mm -hmm. from junk. Mm -hmm. Learn that before you actually try to get into, because some red flags are not immediate and I'll give them that, but some of them are. Mm -hmm. And those are the ones that you pay attention to first, Mm -hmm. because if you can't even get past the little ones, you really not going to get past the big ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so pay attention to those. That's in dating. Okay. Number two. Number two. Married. Make sure that before, like, in the stages of maybe, like, being um, engaged and stuff like that, please make sure that you love the person, yes, but also, just know that this is still a contract. Mm. And I only say that because, again, like I, I'll reiterate it again. You can't love people past they pull. Mm-mm. So I could have loved them 
and not married him mm. because ultimately marrying him is what made it hard because we the con the, the part of the contract that was not adhered to was the financial issues that that shouldn't have been an issue um the responsibilities of being a husband and I mean sometimes a wife I'm not even gonna lie there were times that I didn't do things that I should have done mm -hmm. um I can be honest about it now to to a point though a lot of things that I didn't do was because I wasn't getting what I wanted. So I did a lot of things out of spite. Now, should I have done that? Absolutely not. So I definitely see my flaws there. Um, but I, 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 but but it shouldn't have never gotten there because those were some things that I shouldn't have bent on to begin with. And then after the divorce, one, if for those divorced gals are getting divorced, um, I guess my advice would be take the time mm. you need. Um, there are a lot of people that are in those situations, Father God, that jump immediately into something else. Don't do that. Please. <laughs> Please. You said just heal, girl. Just work on you. Just, just heal. heal. Just heal. Because a lot of those things that you are coming from are still fresh. Right. So you may still find yourself moving toward those things. And I'm not saying that's for everybody, but just heal. Just go ahead and, yep, <laughs> take that time. And then once you're ready, once you know you're ready, then you can start, you know, dating and things like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, I am very proud of you. Like, like we discussed earlier, like, you know, the divorce kind of did shock me, like really going through with the divorce. It shocked me. I, you know, I was just so used to you being with him. I mean, like since you were 16, like literally, like I watched y'all date, you know, him and I had a very close relationship our relationship is not as close now just due to his behavior um throughout the duration of the divorce um and like I said I did initially try to be like Switzerland but like it just got it was egregious like I just couldn't yeah. even you know look past some of the things that were done and, and that were said um but I'm happy that you know you're working through it and making it to the other side. You know I'm gonna stay on your head about therapy because I'm a, I'm an advocate for no, therapy. Um, and you know I takes my um emotional self to therapy every other week with my girl oh, Ursula yeah. because I am constantly trying to figure <laughs> some shit out. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I, I definitely agree. Um, you know, spotting the red flags early. You know, not falling in love with potential um, yeah. and knowing that it's okay to start over. Um, I think that, you know, for a lot of people, the reason that they stay in these situations is because they're scared. Like, what is on the other side? Um, but sometimes the other side really is better than what you've endured. Um, right. So, girl, just welcome to the other side. Welcome to single life. Yeah.
enjoy it you know enjoy this time being by yourself when you're ready to date then we're going to enjoy you dating i cannot wait to be all in your business when you're ready to date because that shit i mean you have all you know i always got a motherfucking story to tell about some motherfucking body so i can't wait for you to have stories like girl i don't went on a date with this nigga he is crazy so i just cannot wait to hear all the stories and i just can't wait to see the growth throughout and i can't wait to be the the hopefully I'll be the matron of honor at the next wedding because Jesus about to send my my partner is on the way we is claiming it and we are praying you know for yes, love to just come it's on the way it's on the way and it's gonna be a baddie absolutely it's gonna be a baddie that make good coins and we're gonna be traveling and having a good time you know and it will be no question. It, Look, this is this is it for you. This is it for me, and I'm enough. Cause I really thought that last one was it, but we ain't gonna get into that. I ain't gonna get on my soapbox about that. I really thought that last one was it. Oh, I really, God. really did, but not too fucking much because you know, 2023 just really just dragged the bitch. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, Listen, I don't think I've ever been dragged like I've been dragged in 2023. I throw the whole year away. Throw it away. Throw it. Nothing happened in 2023. It never existed. We just, 22 to 24, like, we just gone, the whole year just never happened, okay? Correct. But thank y'all for tuning in. This is her truth. I let her tell her truth the way she wanted to tell it. Um, I appreciate you for coming on the show, as always. And I'll be back at some point for one of these topics. I mean, because we we still got so much to talk about. But this again has been the latest episode of the Tea and Toxic. I hope y'all enjoyed and thank you for listening.